Welcome to another edition of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. We're talking again high school football playoffs this week. Cincinnati area started with 57 teams in the first round of the OHSA playoffs this past weekend. Now there are only 26 teams remaining. Be sure to uh, subscribe to our podcast. It's every week here on the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. A little later, you're going to hear from Ohio Girls Basketball Report Executive Director Tanisha Benson for a preview of the upcoming Cincinnati area girls basketball season. Believe it or not, the games start two weeks from this Friday, November 19th. So uh, a lot of action obviously happening in the high school sports scene around greater Cincinnati. Be sure to follow all of our football coverage on WCPO nine sports and WCPO.com. I plan to be out at Shea stadium in Norwood this Friday night, for the Moeller versus Fairfield division one regional quarterfinal should be an exciting game. And we'll have uh, all the, Coverage for you, pregame uh, highlights, and also postgame analysis as well for you. Before we dive into this week's episode, I'd like to tell you to start your day with Chick-fil-A. Your greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A's have delicious breakfast options for you, including the chicken minis, egg white grill, or the classic chicken biscuit. It's easy to order in the Chick-fil-A app today and earn points. Well, I'll tell you what, it's quite the memorable opening round of the football playoffs this past Friday night. It was a rainy and kind of chilly evening. Uh, at the pit in Price Hill, but uh, Elder defeated Coleraine 55 to 48 in triple overtime. Quite frankly, it was one of the most memorable games I've seen in my 18 years of covering high school football here in Greater Cincinnati. This game had a little bit of everything. Drew Ramsey had four touchdowns and 10 receptions. Andrew Harp had three touchdown receptions late in the game. That's not even to mention Coleraine sophomore quarterback Zay Jennings breaking a school record with 326 yard rushing. He also scored five touchdowns including a 92-yarder there in the second half. But truly, the headline of the night was the fact that elder head coach Doug Ramsey earned his 200th career win. He reflected on the keys to the Panthers' success over the years since he took over as head coach in 1997. I think, one, I think we, we do things the right way here. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that all the guys that have been involved in this, so many people that are on the fringe, coaches that I, I've worked with, and the players, I mean, we, like, we, we don't we don't have the greatest, we, we just got kids that are winners, mm-hmm. that want to play, we're not afraid to compete. And you think about our schedule this year, you know, I'm not sure, I'll say it, I'm not sure a lot of coaches needing six wins to get to 200 would have played the schedule that we played this year, <laughs> you know, but it's what we do. And, and I think that's when we, we've, no, we've never backed down from playing, you know, playing good people. And, uh, and then I think that pays off in a game like tonight, I think, you know, like I said, we, we were down and out, and we, we kept fighting. Well, I was able to connect with two current NFL players who are elder graduates, Dallas Cowboys long snapper Jake McQuaid and New York Giants tight end Kyle Rudolph to discuss Ramsey. Rudolph told me that uh, Ramsey's consistency is, quite frankly, second to none, and that Ramsey has count, impacted countless lives, including his own over the years. And, uh, you know, Rudolph is 15 years in the NFL, so he certainly uh, speaks with uh, – uh, true perspective on that. McQuaid told me something interesting. I thought he said that the elder fan base has loved its Panthers over the years. There's no doubt about that, but there are two sides to the coin uh, with that as head coach, uh, Doug Ramsey has tons of support to lean on, but he also has thousands of people critiquing him in his every move. So uh, in Jake McQuaid's uh, mind, he's always kept it about the kids. And that is what has made coach Ramsey special over the years. I also caught up with Two of Doug's sons, current senior Drew Ramsey, as I mentioned before, had four touchdowns, 10 receptions on Friday night. 
and also former Indiana and Northwestern quarterback Peyton Ramsey after the game. Drew reflected on a night he simply won't forget at the pit. It means everything. It's I'm glad I was I was here when he could do it. And my brother's coaching, so the whole family's around, so it's really special. Especially this night, you know, kind of maybe it won't sink in until far far down the road. But yeah, it'll be a pretty cool evening tonight. Yeah. Oh no, this is this is one I'll remember forever. Well, Drew Ramsey's had a special season in his own right. Obviously, he was named a GCL South Player of the Year on Monday morning, and a special dynamic. Uh, his brother Peyton was coaching in the press box Friday night. And he reflected on the special night, not only for Drew, but his father, Doug, earning his 200th career win. We made it exciting, but it's always been a family affair. I think, obviously, you see Drew having a heck of a game, and he's done it all year. But I remember being a part of the 150th. I remember coming around as a kid, and um, we were talking this week. It feels like it's probably a lot more than 200. It, at least it feels like it, but um, this place is special. It means a lot to our family. And uh, to do it in this kind of fashion was, was something special. What's it like to, I mean, you've been a player on this field. What's it like to coach this year? It's different. It's been unique. I think it's it's probably even even sweeter that my little brother's a senior and just getting to watch him play because I've been so far removed removed from watching him play for so long. Um, so I think that piece of it's really special as well. So uh, happy to be back. I knew I would eventually be back, but I uh, just didn't realize it's going to be this soon. What are you teaching? Subbing. So substitute okay. teacher. Okay. So okay. I cover... I cover whoever whoever's out every day, but it's been awesome. What makes Drew so special in the field? Uh, he does everything. I mean, from catching, running, he's our punter. Um, he, th- he completed a sweet pass tonight, and he's such a smart player. Uh, and I think more than anything, he's a competitor. He wants to win. He wants to be the best he can be on every play. And, uh, it's been an absolute joy to be around him every day. What's that dyna- dynamic like? Just did, did you expect all this from him? I mean, you saw it a couple years ago, obviously, but uh, you're busy with your, your career, too. But, I mean... What's, what's he? I mean, how do you kind of put him in perspective of a long line of successful uh, Ramsey football players? Yeah, no, he's uh, he's been special. And he's continued to improve. I think that's the thing. Like he's he gets double teamed in this game or that game, and he still comes out with 10, 15, however many catches. And um, he just plays hard on every snap, and he's such a competitor. And um, I'm fortunate enough to watch him grow as a football player and as a person every single day. And uh, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade this this for anything. Well, you could definitely tell how special this evening was for Drew Ramsey, his brother Peyton, and obviously their father, Doug, uh, who received the game ball after uh, this triple overtime game that uh, nobody will ever forget if you were at the pit there Friday night. The Panthers will have to quickly turn the page this week and focus in on playing St. X for a second time this season. This is the second time Elder will travel to RDI Stadium, this time for the regional quarterfinal. But as we continue in the playoffs and the weather gets colder, I want to remind you that you want to start your day with Chick-fil-A. Greater Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A's have delicious breakfast options for you, including the chicken minis, egg white grill, or the classic chicken biscuit. It's easy to order in the Chick-fil-A app and earn points. Well, let's switch gears now and talk about the upcoming high school girls basketball season. With games starting November 19th, I caught up with Ohio Girls Basketball Report Executive Director Tanisha Benson to discuss some of the top players and teams this season, including what to expect from Mount Notre Dame, who has an incredible 72-game winning streak entering this year. Yes, turning to the tourney, we're going on, I believe, year seven, uh, six or seven um, for Ohio Girls Basketball Report. Uh, super excited. Um, our event will be at Sycamore High School 
on the 27th um, and the 28th. We got a lot of uh, local teams out of the Cincinnati area that will be participating. Uh, Sycamore High School, Lakota West, um, Winton Woods, uh, Purcell Merriam, uh, Mason, uh, Princeton. So just a lot of great teams that will be participating, playing and competing against teams across the, um, the state. So super excited to see uh, these teams compete. Uh, we have a variety, Mike. We have a variety of ki- of teams that um, have a lot of veterans, right? Have have been through, you know, some some wins and some losses. And then we also have some players in the Cincinnati area that are babies that are are definitely going to be stars and leaders in our game uh, in, in the state. So, uh, super excited about the diversity that we have this year. You mentioned the seventh year for the event, and um, it, it's really one of those things that uh, beginning of the season you want to know to watch for the players to watch for absolutely uh, tell me why it's so important to have it at the beginning of the season yeah it's almost like a preview uh you get to see some of the the veterans that have played and we've watched them grow for the past whether it's two or three years or four years if they're seniors um but it's important to see uh the teams uh, grow year after year uh, we look to see teams that uh, start at journey to attorney and they end up at the state tournament in, in dayton ohio and so we get a chance to see them when they're super young, when the mistakes are there, the, you know, the errors and things that need to be cleaned up, execution, things like that. And so it's just fun to see them grow through the season. And uh, uh, what better way to see it at Journey to Attorney? So. Great. And we'll talk about a little bit more about um, these teams that are involved there here in just a second. But uh, wanted to continue with the theme of uh, the events that OGBR um, hosts each and every year and uh, a new wrinkle. Um, to uh, the start of 2022, the Classic in the City being held at Pickerington yeah. Central. Tell us about that. Yeah, Classic in the City. You know, we, um, OGBR, we ran Classic in the Country for uh, 18 years, 18, 19 years. And, and so decided to uh, create much more of a, a national presence of an event. Uh, it's very important that uh, one of our missions and our, our vision is to create better and stronger platforms for girls basketball in the state of Ohio. And so uh, unlike Classic in the Country, what we did with Classic in the City is we brought, I think, five out-of-state teams, which is very, very rare. That does not happen. Um, And two in which are in the top five in the country. So we are expecting a ton of college coaches as usual, a lot of national evaluators and national media sources uh, to uh, come and uh, watch the event, have a great time, be entertained. And also watch Ohio really showcase their talent, the girls in Ohio. So that's classic in the city. It's going to be a lot of fun. Columbus has really, really done a great job of supporting. And uh, you guys will see a lot more information about that coming out. Uh, But yeah, we got a great partnership with Columbus. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Great. We have uh, Purcell Marion, Wynn Woods, and also Sycamore participating in that event uh, there in mid-January. And uh, Tell us, Tanisha, how do people get tickets or how do they follow uh, both of these great events? Yeah, you'll be able to follow it on uh, on our social media platforms, uh, OGBR underscore basketball. That's for Twitter or for Instagram. We're also on Facebook, too. And then you can also uh, follow us on our, our website, www.ogbr.info. Um, but, yeah, social media is a great way to follow us. So if you follow us, you'll be able to get all of our information and what's going on. And then also through our website as well. 
Great. I don't want to bury the lead anymore here. I'm just talking about Cincinnati area uh, season this year. Yeah. Notre Dame it has to start. Uh, the conversation has to start with the Cougars. 72 consecutive victories and obviously the reigning state champions. Um, everybody knows about uh, KK Bransford recently made a verbal commitment uh, to Notre Dame. Yeah. And you should tell us about uh, what we're going to see from the Cougars this winter. Listen, I think we're going to see the same thing we've always seen. We've seen a team that has always shown to win, uh, whether they have a star or not a star. Uh, we've seen them win countless amount of, of times. And we've also seen a team. What I respect about uh, MND is the fact that uh, they allow the season and the journey to happen. Right. They allow the wins to be the wins and the losses to be the losses, but never to be down where they cannot achieve the ultimate goal, which is winning the state championship. I expect KK to go out with a with a bang. This is her senior year, obviously being Miss Ohio basketball, or you know, last year. I expect nothing less than that from her. Um, she has done a great job this spring and summer watching her uh, compete nationally, um, and so I. I think she brings that leadership to uh, MND and um, they're growing. They got a lot of freshmen and sophomores and juniors that have been under her tutelage for the past two, three years. And so I expect nothing less than that. And of course you got the great uh, Dr. Scott Rogers, who is absolutely amazing and his entire staff. They're great. So those girls are going to be coached up. Well, uh, they're going to play well, they're going to be tough. And I expect to see them in Dayton. I know it's a lot of pressure, but hey, they they can handle it, right? Um, but what an awesome uh, achievement of winning! I mean, it's hard to win, and they've proven that their recipe of success it works. So, I was going to ask you I'm about that. Why do you it. Why do you think um, you know Coach Rogers, and and obviously he's had so many talented players throughout the years. But it's one thing to be have talent and another thing to, you know, take it as a cohesive unit and make a team very successful. How do you think he's adapted during so many years ago, even going back to 2004? Ooh, yeah. 2004. I remember playing them, man, back in the day, that was back in the day, right? Mike, uh, <laughs> I, I think he's always, he's always, and I've grown in my relationship with, with coach Rogers character matters. Because it allows you to have a standard and expectations, expectations that that it doesn't matter of the win or the loss. It doesn't matter who you have playing. The standard is set and they have great character kids um, and they come to practice and games prepared every single game, every single year. Uh, their preparation for games and the season is unbelievable. They know it's a marathon. And I love that about them. They know that. If they take a loss at the beginning of the season, they're not frantic. They're not, they're not panicking at all. They know that, you know, and just that sureness. Um, you have players that, um, as you know, Mike, are coaching. Former players that are coaching. That matters to have your alumni come back and invest in the program and say, hey, I remember when we won and this is what we did and show them the way. And they just have that. And I love that. They, they've always had that. And um, I enjoy watching them. So, yeah, consistency. They've done it, right? So, it's it's. I want to uh, get back to Division One here in a second. But I want to uh, stay with the uh, state tournament theme from this past March. And obviously, Purcell Marion was a Division Three state semifinalist. Hey, Coach Jamar yeah. Mosley doing a fantastic job there. And um, a lot of yeah. young talent over there at Purcell. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Tanisha? Oh, yeah. Listen, Coach Mosley over there got something going now. 
He got some going over there. Number one, he got the um, obviously your returners. You can't you can't dismiss that. The achievement to get there um, is unbelievable, right? Um, Coach Mosley's been doing this for a while, so I'm not shocked that we see what we see. To add in the freshman uh, freshman class that he has to build those sophomores is unbelievable. Number one, you got D. Alexander. Definitely number one kid in the 25 class. Oh, yeah, she's something special. And uh, top in uh, in the country, for sure. She is definitely a star. Super excited to see her career. Uh, but she's coming in having a great uh, off-season in the evaluation season of spring and summer. Uh, just confident, right? Confident, knowing her position, knowing what she's doing, and knowing to come in and making an impact for Priscilla Marion, hopefully to finish the job in Dayton, Ohio at the end of this season. Uh, obviously, you got the uh, twins that are there, the Miller twins. Uh, great story. Uh, love those girls. So you got a lot of firepower there. And they're going to get coached hard. They are always coached hard and they work hard and they've been working in the offseason uh, or preseason leading up to now. So great, talented team. Young, but Great, talented team. I cannot wait. Keep hearing so many great things about D. Alexander. I, I've done a couple, uh, did a story about her over the summer. I think yeah, she's over probably 20 scholarship offers right now and hasn't played a single minute of high school basketball. Um, Absolutely. It seems like she has a poise and a maturity beyond her years. And is that yeah, she does. maybe what you've seen in the summer or other evaluations? Yeah, she does. I mean, think about it. It's a lot of pressure. Um, and, and to see her... From fifth grade all the way here, we knew that she would be uh, special. But to see her uh, accept that, accept that on her shoulders um, in the off season has been incredible. She is very poised, um, but very passionate about the game. Doesn't say much, but her game speaks enough. And uh, I'm excited to see that journey um, of the. Yeah, she's going to do well. That's great. I want to jump back to Division One here. Uh, a lot of kind of yeah. news uh, happened before the season. Uh, Got to start with, um, obviously, Wynn Woods, um, new coach and Carlton Gray, uh, former yeah. longtime assistant to Andy Fishman there at Lakota West, and uh, obviously his daughter, Chance Gray, who's verbally committed to Oregon, um, is now playing at Wynn Woods. Um, what do you think yeah. about this uh, Wynn Woods squad? Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I think uh, I love the partnership that Andy and Carlton had over the years. And um, to see Carlton take this position of at Witten Woods um, and obviously Chance following, um, I think it's a great move. I think it brings balance. Um, and uh, I know that uh, Coach Gray and, and Chance are going to do some great things. They have players at, at Winton Woods. Um, Winton Woods was a powerhouse in our state. And so you always like to see, you know, new, what can I say, new energy, um, new people come in. Uh, I think it's great. Lakota West will be fine. Um, they have players there. They have vets there. They have kids that will play well and, and do well in Flores and, and Key and, you know, just a couple of name a few of those players at Lakota West. They're going to do great. So now you have Winton Woods, who has this different dynamic. Chance brings that top 15 in the country with her, okay? Definitely brings that with her. So um, I think it'll make sure that those girls 
you know, raise the level of play. And that's what I'm super excited to see what they do. And this is her last year. So she's got to go out with a bang as well. And trust me, she thinks about it super competitive. So she is not, uh, she's getting, she's getting girls in, in that program together. I think probably more than Carlton because she is, she's, she's coach Gray too. She's got her sister Amber and her dad in her for yeah. sure. So that's gonna be I'm interesting. super excited. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's going to be, that's going to be exciting, but I'm excited for Witten Woods. I'm, I'm happy for them. This is a great opportunity for them. So yeah, Cincinnati is looking good, Mike. I'm t- telling you. I tell you what, another coaching change to speak of, D. Davis at Princeton, going back to her alma mater, 2003 graduate, yeah. McDonald's All-American. Um, what do you mm. think about D. returning to Sharonville there? Love D. Love D. As, a, as an alumni of uh, the game, women's basketball, when you have such a legend as her to come back home. And um, she is bitch. As soon as she got the job, I'm not kidding, Mike. As soon as she got the job, she hit the ground running. I mean, she's calling everybody like, hey, I got to get in this. I got to get in that because she wants the best for her girls. She understands what it takes to play this game. And so she's giving what people gave to her. And that's super exciting. Obviously, she has um, the unbelievable left-handed guard and star in Soleil Williams. I love her to death um, with her. And she's really taken her under her wings. Um, And I think we'll see a different Soleil. And to already see what she's accomplished being so young uh, in that 23 class, uh, it's going to be special to learn under someone like D Davis. Uh, and they got some freshmen, Mike, I'm telling you, they got some freshmen that are in there. I'm telling you, Princeton's going to shock a lot of people. They should shock a lot of people. I'm, 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 I'm super excited to see them play and compete, but they're putting it together. I'm telling you that. Putting it together for sure. That's fantastic. That ultra competitive GMC uh, is going to be something to watch. Hey, Mason, 20 and one a year ago. Coach Rob Matula has another talented squad. What do you know about the comments? Yeah. Um, obviously, Matula always has something in his back pocket, of course, but we're not just talking about back pocket, we're talking about front pocket. And, and Kyla Oldacre. I, I mean, we haven't seen a talent. Um, and, and when I say talent, I'm meaning having the size and the talent. Okay, there's not a lot of six, five post players that are true post players that love who they are and they love their position. Kyla is that and some. And and I love watching her play. And so being able to put that together, um, she's going to have an awesome senior year. Uh, She played well this spring and summer. Um, They got enough guards around her to to deliver the ball. Obviously, Gabby. who's also a post player. I'm excited to see her compete as well. So it's the battle of the bigs in Mason. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things. You got to figure out how to guard them. You got to figure out. I, I'm not sure if you can stop uh, Kyla. I'm not sure. But this is going to be exciting to see uh, her get loose this year and um, have a great season, uh, great senior year. Very cool. Kyla just committed to the University of Miami, Florida. So uh, she did. Yeah. yeah. Super excited for her. Great stuff. Um, anybody else oh, in the no. GMC to watch for? Uh, Summit Country Day. They have a freshman, Mike, uh, by the name of Mari Gurton. And um, she is something special. I can say that. Um, I'm excited to see her see Summit Country Day uh, return back to its. Um, just great basketball. 
I mean, it's, it's fun when you have a, a strong point guard that can run the show and uh, she can do that. I mean, pass, uh, shoot it, dribble. I mean, anything she can do it. Um, so uh, Summit Country Day will, will do will do well. That's going to be interesting to see this this young talent grow into that, right? Into the star she is. But Cincinnati looks good. I, I mean, you guys always Cincinnati always looks good in my opinion. Um, and and this this I'm going to say it just because I can. Um, when you look at our history of girls basketball in the state of Ohio, Cincinnati has always um, led our state. In my opinion, um, you know, back in the day, NEO, Ohio, where I'm from, you know, the Akron, Cleveland area, we we had some, you know, some battles yeah. between the Cincinnati area. But Cincinnati has always been consistent and they've always produced um, great talent. And that's just be, that's because of the developers, the trainers, the, the coaches, the people that invest in the game. Cincinnati has always done that. And uh, I'm excited to see them at journey i'm excited to see him at classic uh, in the city so uh it should be a great season very cool um before i let you go just tell me a little bit about ogbr for those who aren't familiar i mean anybody who's connected with the girls basketball scene should be familiar already but uh maybe tell me a little bit about your role as executive director and how you help to promote the game each and every year yeah you know what i have the best i have the best job in in the world in my opinion um, Ohio Girls Basketball Report, we're going on 23 years of um, impacting the lives of girls basketball, growing the game in the state. And so we do that by, with our scouting service and our events. And so we connect the kids with colleges to hopefully uh, help kids and, and young ladies reach their goal of playing at the next level, uh, which is very, very important um, because we have little ones that are in elementary school that look up to these high school players. To say, hey, I want to do that. And then we have our high school girls that's looking up to our college players. And they say, hey, I want to play for that team. Or I want to play college basketball. And so OGBR kind of makes that happen. We're the middleman between the colleges, between the high school coaches, between the players, um, between national you know, um, uh, media. Um, we're just in the middle. And we kind of make things smooth, make a transition easier for the girls. So as executive director, I have the opportunity to be able to communicate with everybody, whether it's media, parents, uh, players, right, um, college coaches. And so hopefully, you know, um, making that a lot smoother. Our team is awesome, Mike. They are. They're great. Um, and so uh, that's what we do. We kind of make it happen. Been doing it for 23 years. And so uh, we look forward to the next 23 years. And I think we got a good start uh right now our future looks really bright mike so that's awesome and again check out the uh, journey to the tourney november 27th and 28th at sycamore high school fantastic schedule and um tanisha benson executive director of ohio girls basketball report thank you very much for your time and perspective here on the wcpo high school insider podcast well obviously so much talent once again here in greater cincinnati from ohio ms basketball winner kk bransford to Winton Woods point guard Chance Gray and so many other players uh, from freshmen to senior classes. It'll be interesting to see how many McDonald's All-Americans Ohio will have next spring. We'll continue to watch these storylines and so much more as the high school basketball season approaches later this month. There's also plenty of soccer and volleyball regionals this week and Mount Notre Dame 
is in the state field hockey semifinals this Thursday in the Columbus area. So we'll be sure to cover all of those matches and games as well. That's all I have for you this week on the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Mike Dyer, and I will talk to you next week. We'll be right back.